What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan. And uh, right now, I'm just chilling in the Walmart parking lot. Uh, I was about... I'm about to get into uh, hand sewing. Um, I don't know why. I just want to, I guess. And I'm going to attempt to make a backpack or something like that. Um, So, wish me luck on that. I'll I'll let you guys know how that goes. Um, But... Today, I just kind of, I don't know, I want to talk about a couple things, I guess. Uh, mainly, uh, this thing that happened today, uh, I, recently, I really haven't been, uh, like, smoking as much marijuana or, like, doing anything, really, um, and today I smoked a not even that much, just a, a couple hits of, of, uh, marijuana, and, like, I, I, I got to be pretty honest with myself, I guess, uh, because the experience, like, you know, it wasn't bad, it was just, like, uncomfortable, kind of, uh, like, to me, it, it just feels kind of like you're, you're a little, you're not as in control of your mind, I guess, um, and, yeah, I don't know, it just felt a little weird, um, because, you know, I'm into the whole, like, power of the mind thing, and I'm just seeing it more and more now as, like, if I want to use my mind effectively, like, I I need to have I need to be as clear as possible, and it's a little hard to do that if you're uh, using these substances. Um, and you know, I, I'm not shaming them or anything um, because you know they have their purposes. But uh, yeah, and and then I kind of started just like looking at the patterns of my my substance use. Uh, I was kind of reflecting on it, and I just kind of notice that um i i always have this thing where like you know it used to be a way bigger problem you know i nowadays i am like so so chill on that stuff it's like i don't even know how i got to this point but um you know i i noticed this pattern where when i'm under the effects of a substance i wish I wasn't, and then when I'm not on a substance, I wish I was, and I, I feel like I've, that's never come to my awareness before, um, and then I, I was looking at it, and I was like, well, then why do I even do it in the first place, and a part of me was just like, well, because when, when you don't do it, you want to do it, and I just kind of had to be very, like, you know, it it could have been easy to just, like, be like, yeah, you're right, you know, because this is a conversation in myself going on, Uh, you know, I know I'm not the only one that has those, you know, we're always either fighting with ourselves or praising ourselves, and, um, 
you know, instead of like fighting with myself about it, I just decided to let this conversation like un unfold, I guess. And um, yeah, I, I, I was just like, why even do it then? Um, you know, you know that this happens. So now you know better. So and if you know better, then why not do better? Um, and to me, it, it didn't even, it felt like this conversation was between, like, my highest self and, like, my, my false, false image of myself. And, um, you know, this kind of, this kind of made me realize that, uh, I, I had a point where I said, I don't want to do it anymore, really, because it feels like it doesn't fit my character anymore. And this kind of just made me realize how, how you know, we, we really are just actors. And uh, what we believe we are is what our, our role is. And, you know, I kind of grew up and my my role was really just that that chill dude that's really high all the time or whatever you know uh and now i i'm just getting to this point in my life where i want to take my life you know not not seriously like and lose myself but you know start thinking about what i really want to be in this life um other than just like some dude that knows what a, a lot of psychedelics feel like or whatever and you know i again i'm not talking talking down on any of these substances because they are very very beneficial um if used properly um but at, to me i'm at the point where they, that medicine has worked and I, I realized that you know the purpose of doing or using any kind of substance in my opinion is to uh, find out why you don't need it anymore and you know I, I'm at a point where I know that I can reach those states of consciousness naturally I can just generate a a feeling like that within myself without the aid of of any substance just by th thinking of lovely things and like doing lovely things you know if i want to feel lovely all i have to do is uh bring before my mind's eye just lovely images lovely lovely scenes of imaginary acts and uh you know just think lovingly about everything about life you know that's really all all you need is love you know the the Beatles said that <laughs> um, but yeah so I'm, I'm kind of coming to that point where I, I know uh, there's this Alan Watts quote which if you don't know who Alan Watts is he's a he's a philosopher who uh, his whole premise is basically that we are the universe experiencing itself and he, he had a a quote on psychedelics and you know any substance whatsoever I guess uh, that went something like once you get the message hang up the phone and I think I got the message and it's it's time to hang up the phone which to me that message is that I 
there are there's no reason to use it because I'm already everything I want to be and um, you know I don't need a substance to feel like a, a good character in this this divine play that's going on here on earth um, and yeah to me that that was just a very powerful experience um, because it like I said it's almost like my highest self came in and intervened and it, it again it felt almost as if there were two people involved and I, I I think that it's just the false self and the true self and you know again my my false self was that that uh, self-concept where I am the the stoner dude that's like super spiritual or whatever but now you know I I know that Again, I just don't, I don't need it to have that, like, fulfillment in my life, I guess. Um, and I honestly do think that it's just because I've, I've realized the power of your mind. Um, you know, if you want it to work properly in your favor, you have to be able to maintain it. It's, it's like a machine, I guess, um. And when when you when you're constantly like up in the clouds on on some kind of substance, um, it kind of like jams things up and leads you into thinking about things that you don't you don't really want to think about. You know, I've had a lot of times where I s smoke some weed and I end up like freaking myself out or uh, thinking about things that I don't really care to think about um that just give me anxiety or whatever and you know that's not the case for everybody this is just my my personal case you know some some people you know marijuana or some kind of substance is it it brings the exact opposite it gives them peace and um you know that's not a bad thing either if you if you truly feel like you need it then you know why not why not use it um but again you should always 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 be be striving towards relying on just your mind and trusting that you you can do things without the aid of anything else really um i don't know that's that's just my take on it but uh I guess with that, like, I, I'll share a couple of my crazy trip stories or high stories or whatever. Uh, th this one that I'm going to talk about is, uh, it's actually two trips that uh, were kind of related in a way, which I find it, it was, both of these experiences were very spiritual oh dang what was that a, a burp hiccup <laughs> my bad um but anyway these two these two experiences that took place at different points of time like pretty far apart um they were kind of very 
they were scary, but they were very spiritual, and I learned a lot from them. Um, kind of like the first one, definitely. Uh, most most of the learning I had was just on how excessive my substance use was, and uh, you know, I had some personal revelations as well. But so the, this first trip. Um, I, I had taken four tabs of LSD and about, I want to say, 100 milligrams of uh, THC gummies or edibles, whatever. And uh, everything was going dandy. And uh, I, I had decided to smoke some DMT on the peak of this LSD-THC mixture that was already, like swirling around my brain and in my blood and everything i was like you know what let's smoke some dmt and talk to some aliens or something um and so i did just that and th it was it was amazing at first uh you know i was I, I was looking at the blanket that i had and i just like thought i was floating on a cloud and uh, this light was shining through the uh, the blanket, and like my phone light was on or something, and it just looked like I was like going into this like beautiful light tunnel. Um, just like I don't know, it, it was almost like I was moving, like my body wasn't moving, but I I was just moving into it, and. Um, this also was taking place in a basement in the dark by myself. Um, so, yeah, that was... That's, like, usually how I did it. I always did it in the dark by myself, really, when I would trip really hard. Uh, just because I liked to go deep. Like, very deep. Um, but anyway, like, I, I kept, like, going towards this, like, super bright, just warm, welcoming light and I was like all it took was one tiny thought and I was like oh no I'm dying and uh I was like you know what it's okay it's okay like this is beautiful and uh like I I kept trying to uh let go and just like let it happen but this tiny thought of I'm dying uh and I'm leaving like everything behind and going somewhere else like it, it just like did not sit well with me at all uh just because you know i have a lot of stuff i still want to do in this life um and you know i i know that everything is always going to be okay like even even when you die it's going to be okay um but you know this i, I was attached to this this world um and I there was still things I wanted to do and blah 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 all these reasons why to be afraid of dying basically um and this trip just like turned south like real quick like this light just faded and I was in the dark and I was like oh I'm just back in the room and like I'm fine and then I started feeling like I was falling 
and I was falling and falling and falling and I was picking up speed and going faster and faster and I was like oh no oh no like and I literally thought that I was in hell and that I was just going to be falling forever and ever and ever and ever and um then I started feeling like every atom of my body feel like it was either like it was either electrified or like it was being stabbed like over and over and over and I was like oh no no and uh like I was just fully convinced that I was in hell and that this was gonna be it forever and I just let out the most blood-curdling scream I've ever produced in my life and I was like no no and I was just thinking of like all of the all of the bad things I've done in my life and I was just like it was intense man it was intense and then I after I screamed like I thought of uh being saved or something and at that moment my friend's parents I was living at my friend's house my friend's parents came running down and turned on the lights and I I literally was like crying and they were like what's going on what's going on and um I I was just like I died I died I died and uh yeah I ended up um they ended up calming me down after a minute uh, like I was I was delirious man I, I I was so stirred up after that and I just felt so bad because you know my friend's parents knew that I had uh addiction problems before and I just felt so so horrible like having to put them through that and um you know they calmed me down and I ended up uh, I was still like tripping really really hard and I ended up uh, I was up like all night and I was just going in and out of the bathroom and uh, like I at one point I thought I was my dad and I thought I was like in jail or something and you know I was like oh no like I, I really am just ending up exactly like how I don't want to be and um, there was this, like, I, I was, like, stuck in a loop, okay, so I would, I would lay down on the, on the bed, and then I would get up and walk to the door, go into the bathroom or whatever, and I would s just sit down on the toilet, and I looked at the, the ground, and there was, like, this, like, circle, like you know this was a hallucination and um it there was just like this circle here and there was like some little piece of fabric or something or like a tag or something on the floor and it just looked like it was a a bat going around this circle and like when it hit the circle i would get up and uh turn on the shower and turn it back off and then go back in the the room and lay on the bed and it would just repeat and this happened like I don't know six or seven times before I was just like I'm literally dead right now I'm literally dead and I am in hell and um 
yeah, it was, it was freaky. It was so freaky. But then I ended up actually taking a shower or trying to. Uh, I was just so confused as to how a shower works and how water is able to go on my body. Like, I was just confused. I had no idea what was going on. And I ended up just chilling in the, in the room. And I thought that the whole world was ran by hippies and Wi-Fi was free and my Spotify was free and I could just go anywhere and get food from anywhere and you know all this awesome stuff and I I literally had this like conversation with my friend's mom you know I thought she was a hippie too so I thought everybody had been up for days on like acid and mushrooms and all this crazy stuff and I literally I I think I called her I don't know if I actually did or if it was a hallucination um but I called her and I was like hey how long have you been up like man this stuff is crazy and yeah I don't know I it I don't even know like reality or what what we think is reality like this world and my my imagination were just i was living just completely in my imagination um for that whole night and you know that that trip really uh switched things up for me uh i ended up going to na meetings for a while and you know i still i still was like not too sure about it and i was still being more stupid than i should have been uh but that led to this next experience um like a couple like a month after that i think i had i had taken a couple tabs of acid and decided to go to the skate park um and some of my friends were there and you know everything was going good and dandy and i was just like cruising around like having the time of my life and all of a sudden i started feeling like i like i had taken a step back out of my body almost um it, I, I don't even know how to describe it really um kind of just like I took a step back and I went up to my friend and I was like dude I'm having the same feeling that I had on my my bad trip which was the one I was just talking about and I just sat down and all of a sudden um like everything just stopped like motion just stopped and uh I started feeling like I was slowly just going backwards and then it started speeding up and my life uh literally I watched everything happen in reverse like it, it started off with that moment and then it would just progressively get faster until I was all the way at the the beginning of like the universe and then I watched the big bang happen and everything like as faster than I could even process anything and then I got uh up to my birth and then it um went like it, it was like I was just 
immediately back to this moment. And I was like, what the fuck just happened, dude? And I was having like these insane just visions of like, uh, there was one where like I was literally experiencing like everything's lives in, in like insane speed. Like I lived like every life that has been lived up until I started living my life. Um, and like, there was this one where some guy shot me and as soon as he pulled the trigger I turned into the bullet that was coming toward me and I I felt myself go into this forehead and then I was born into another body that uh I was I was like a famous skateboarder in like a skateboarding movie and I was like having the time of my life with these these friends that just felt like I I knew them like I literally knew them like that life was mine and uh you know it's really it's really hazy and hard to remember but then uh you know I was kind of coming back and I was like back in this this life and um I I literally had a flashback of that that last trip I was talking about when my friend's parents were trying to calm me down um and then I realized that my friend was talking to me speaking the words that I thought my friend's mom was saying which were the same words that she was like saying like I remembered it vividly she was like you're gonna be okay or uh, like I don't know she was saying like the same stuff and I remember in that the last trip when my friend's mom was trying to calm me down she was saying those things and just like the way she was saying it um it sounded like she was just saying the same thing over and over again and doing the same things over and over again and I had that same thing happen with my friend that was trying to calm me down and uh then I I, I thought that uh, my one friend was my dad and my other friend was my mom like they like my real mom and dad like I thought that my my mom and dad that I have in like in this real life I thought that they were fake and these two friends were my real parents and I just like called my one friend my dad and I was like I love you dad I love you and uh, then my other friend I thought she was my my wife and then I thought she was my mom, and then I thought she was my sister, and then I thought she was, like, all these female, like, roles. Like, I thought that she was, like, every single one of them. And all of a sudden, I just hear, I hear music playing, and, uh, from the, the, the half pipe, like, I had my speaker up there, and I was, I heard this song, and I just thought that, like, it stood out to me so much, and I just thought, like, this is the last song I'm ever listening to. Like, this is, this is what I'm going out to. Because, you know, again, I just thought I was dying. Like, literally dying. And then, my friend, like, managed to calm me down. And all of a sudden, 
like I'm experience like my body is feeling like it was almost like I was literally coming out of my mom like I was being born and like I could feel all of these weird sensations and I heard like not to be gross but I heard like like moist noises <laughs> and like uh and then I I had this like image of like a a baby just like floating in the air like wrapped up in a, a white blanket and just like that I was like fine I was just like back on it and I was having the time of my life and uh you know I mean I ended up feeling like weird because I couldn't like after that I I kind of cleared up and I could actually process what just happened and I just had to sit there and like think about it for a while but I was like good after that and to me I think these two two trips are really connected because I think in the first one it was almost like a a death of my my the self I didn't like it was like a I guess an ego death like a false self was dying and then you know that process was was interrupted by you know me freaking out and all that and you know it had to it had to finish and the next time uh in the other trip like i think that was the finishing of of the the death of that that old self and then the rebirth of this new me because i've been different since that experience you know that is when i was like okay i'm i'm like you know, th that was the last time I've really, like, actually tripped. Like, since then, I've I've microdosed, uh, like, mushrooms, and I, I smoke my weed. But, I, like, like I said earlier in this episode, like, I don't even feel like doing that anymore. And to me, it, it was just a... It, they were horrifying at the time, but looking back, like, I gained so much value from that and to me it just shows that you know the story of the sun is our story will fall and rise again and it, it's it's just very powerful and so you know that's that's why i think that these substances can be very 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 beneficial for your your spiritual and personal growth uh, but, you know, these two experiences, I was in it alone. I was in it alone. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that if I had some guidance in those experiences, it would have, I wouldn't have had to go through so much, uh, so much pain to get the gain. But, uh, in the end, I think it just made me stronger because, you know, I, I see, I don't see death as a very scary thing because I die every day. I die daily to my old self. My, my, who I was yesterday, that self is, is dead now. And now this new one is reborn. That's even better. Um... 
And, you know, I've, I just view death as a, a transition now. I don't view it as banishing something out of existence, you know. I see it as... And it's a law of physics, too, you know. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed, only transmuted. And that's... I think that's what death is. When we die, when we leave this physical body, we're not poofing out of existence. We're just moving on to something else what it is nobody knows nobody that's died has been able to tell us what it is because they're they're not here anymore but you know i it really did remove a lot of fear and that's the thing with the the psychedelics you know they they use that in uh patients like cancer patients that are that know that they're gonna die soon they use that to relieve relieve them and it works um but yeah i don't know i i just i thought i'd share that because uh to me it's just phenomenal it's crazy i heard this uh i was listening to a podcast the other day and this guy was talking about how he took uh ayahuasca which if you don't know that is uh they do it it's mostly like over in the Amazon rainforest or like jungly areas, but basically ayahuasca is, I, I forget the names of the roots, but there's two different roots and one of them has the DMT and then another one has an MAOI, which is a monoamine oxidase inhibitor, which basically allows uh, the DMT to be used orally because normally you would just smoke it and uh, if you just try to eat DMT, like, I, I don't know, maybe there is an effect, but the MAOI makes it more potent. Um, but anyway, he said that he, he had gone to the doctor and they found, like, an insane, like, tumor. They found a, a crazy tumor in him and they didn't, they, they said that they couldn't do anything. And so, you know, he just was kind of pulling a leap of faith on whatever whatever he could do i guess and he ended up doing ayahuasca and he he was saying that he had this experience where uh a, a female being um was like asking him if he's ready or something and then ended up uh going into his body and like pulling pulling all of this like negative energy out this like toxicity like bad bad thinking basically negative energy whatever and uh he says that he went back to the the doctor and the tumor or whatever it was was nowhere to be found and they said that it was impossible it was impossible for it to just disappear and to me I think I think psychedelics really are showing you the 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 true reality like spirit uh which I think spirit is the one behind the curtain of this this physical world that seems so real you know I think spirit is what is making everything move and work and all this um so you know I 
I think when you take psychedelics, you just, you get a, a better grasp of reality. And that, to me, that's why, that's why you have such crazy thoughts that you just, like, you'd never be able to think of the types of things that you think of on LSD or mushrooms if you weren't on them. Uh, you know, for me, it's a, it's, it's kind of different now because the, and this is why I feel like I don't need them is because I can, I, I can be intuitive without needing a substance to do it. But either way, these psychedelics are just like insane, insane tools. And to me, uh, you know, I, I think they have a lot to teach you because when I've taken them, I'll look at how the patterns and the uh, visual effects are. And to me, it just shows that uh, matter is not really solid. It's just light arranging itself in a certain way. Um, if that makes sense at all. Like, I don't know. It just To me, it shows how... How fluid reality is. It's not as solid as we think. And. Uh, you know. Combined with the observer effect. Which is basically that. Uh, light organizes itself. Into a, a solid structure. When it is observed by consciousness. Uh, or just an observer. Of some sort. Um. That and the fact that 99.99% of everything is empty space, you know, that, to me, that, 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 that's all connected. I don't know. I, I, that's just how I see it. Um, I don't know. It, it's crazy, man. It's crazy because the, the more you just dive into yourself, the more that you, yeah, like, I don't know, as you learn about yourself and find out more about yourself, it's like you find out more about everything else, um, or about the things that are relative to you, really, uh, you know, since looking into myself, I haven't really found out how cars work or how anything of this this world works really like man-made stuff but the intuitive knowledge to me is is just the relation between you and everything in the universe that that's what i think like the intuitive knowledge is and what knowledge is even better than that at all like if it's relative to you and teaching you the connection of you to everything why would you not want to listen to that um i don't know like it, it's so strange the world we live in today everybody is just so focused on beating everybody else or being better than everybody else or making the most money or having the coolest car, hottest girlfriend, whatever, 
And to me, you know, that stuff would be nice. I wouldn't complain if I had it, but those things in themselves have no substance. They have no, you know, you might be, you might enjoy those things and you might have fun with them. But as soon as they go away, where are you at now? Who are you? And I, I I find that the more you value that inner that I- inner life, really, like your your feelings and your thoughts and uh, what you're th- imagining all day, the more you value that, you know. I I'm just finding that everything is better. Everything has just been better because, again, I'm finding. I'm finding knowledge that gives me a a true sense of security. It gives me a true sense of peace. It gives me a true sense of power and love and all of these things. You know, you could have you could have the hottest girlfriend in the world, but what happens when she leaves you? Are you still going to feel loved? No. Like if you if you are relying on something external for the way you feel then you're never going to be happy you're never going to be truly happy um and, and you'll never know like in the case of love you're never going to know what real love actually is like you know when, when when you truly love yourself and you feel love all the time you'll know when there's real love around when there's true love in your presence um yeah i don't know like you don't need a billion dollars to feel rich you don't like i see it as you know i'm not competing with anybody so i don't have anyone to compare my my wealth to so i'm the richest dude i know you know like I don't know, man. I don't know. But, yeah, as you, as you just, like... It, it's like there's a call to everybody. There's a call all the time to turn inward and, and pay attention to your inner world. There's always that call. And when we ignore that, that's when, when we suffer. When we don't listen to ourselves and don't trust ourselves and don't love ourselves, like... That's when we suffer because then we're we're blown around like a, a plastic bag in the wind by external circumstances. You know, how, how do you think anybody in power has come to be in power? Do you think that they would they would allow anybody else's thinking to influence how they think and feel? No. No successful person would ever do that because that's how failure happens. When when you lose trust in yourself, that's when you lose. That's when you lose all the time. Um, yeah, and if you li- if you're always listening to what people are telling you or what the world is telling you, you're just gonna you're just gonna suffer because you're not gonna be staying true to yourself. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be expressing yourself 
properly and we are expressive creatures we have to express ourselves and when when you restrict yourself from uh being expressed like you're 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 not going to be happy at all you're not like that's why it also hurts so bad when you hold in your feelings when there's something that you really want to talk about to somebody but for some reason you don't love yourself enough to say something to somebody about it you know that's that's when you suffer i've gone through that i've gone through bottling up my emotions and you know i would think that nobody loves me but in the end i was the one that didn't love me i didn't love myself enough to let that out and accept something better um yeah i don't know you just you just gotta value the the inner world man um because in the end it's all you got if there is anything after this that's all you have at least in the the transition from this physical life to whatever life would be next you know i i feel like it would wouldn't be instantaneous if we go into another physical life at all i don't know um i'm i'm just i'm just wondering i don't know um but yeah like in the end like you're gonna be the one in that grave alone like in the end we're all by ourselves, and you know i think i think that uh, you know you you are satan or you are god like if if there is an afterlife and it's only mind if it's only your mind you know you are god or you are satan and you create heaven or you create hell because if there is a life after this where it's nothing but your mind if you leave if you escape this body and you're just free energy you know and and you're only experiencing your mind uh you're gonna be in trouble if you don't like yourself because you're you're gonna you're gonna throw a bunch of scary shit your way um because again if it's just your mind you're you're, you're just gonna be in pure imagination and, and you'll see your imagination more clearly than ever before um yeah i don't know but uh i I was listening to some neville goddard earlier and i really liked his his saying um your faith in god is measured by your your confidence in yourself um because again i believe that we're all one and that you know god is us god is that spirit energy in us that makes us alive and gives us every single breath um and you know it says it it even says it in the bible uh when ye pray believe that ye ye have received it and you will um and you know this this just like matches up this matches up really good uh because when you're praying you're literally saying something and believing that like having faith that it will come but in the end who are you talking to you're talking to yourself 
And who is saying it? Who is saying what needs to be done? You are. And if you... Anyone who has properly prayed, you know, they may not be aware that they are God, but they believed that it would happen. They had faith that they would see it. And the thing is, we're placing our power in these in these times we're placing that power in some external god when you are that's a conversation between yourself that's a conversation between you and you no no other person is hearing that so yeah i don't know when when you truly trust yourself on something it happens it happens like do you have any doubts in the world that you're going to take your next breath? You know, obviously, there's always that thought like, oh, you never know when you're going to die, but you aren't expecting this, this next one to be your last one. You have faith that there's going to be another one. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And like when, when you go to move your arm, you don't doubt that it's not going to move. Who's, who's moving it? You. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy, man. Like, the, the deeper I get into this stuff, the more evidence I find for it. And that right there, even, is just the power of belief. You know, that's what the confirmation bias is. When someone believes, believes in one side of something, they only find evidence to support that side. But the other side also has evidence, and just as, if not more, evidence. Um, the placebo. When, you, when you're given something that's not even the same thing as the real drug, and you have an effect from it, what is that? You just, you just believed that there was going to be an effect. Who did that? You. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Like, at this point, I know that we are all one. I know that we are all connected in some way. I'm not going to claim... I'm not going to name it. We're just connected. And who is that being? You know, we all call ourselves, when we talk to ourselves, we all call ourselves I. I am. When we say we're something, we say, I am this, I am that. And that that's Neville Goddard's whole, whole principle. And it's not just Neville Goddard either. You know, this is the Bible. This is like all of the religious texts. Um, it's said in there that the Lord's name is I am. What do we all call ourselves? All of us. Every single one of us. When we're when we're referring to ourselves, we're saying I. I am. And when somebody asks your name, you say I am Dylan. You know, we always that awareness of being. It's not the words. It's not the words that are God or source or whatever or the the one the one being. No, it's it's just that awareness of being. You're just aware that you exist. Existence itself. You are existence 
itself. Uh, like in your purest form, you're unconditioned. You're everything and nothing at the same time. You just are. And then, uh, you know, I am is God. Jesus Christ is your imagination, the creative principle of God, those things that you say after I am and that you believe. That That is Jesus Christ. He's not some dude walking around looking like a hippie on a, on a big st stick with nails in his hands. No. No. That, that, that cross that he's on, that represents the imaginative creative power being crucified with you i am that that's why jesus says i am my father are one if if i am is god that is the father and jesus christ the creative principle you know this he's the creative principle he's represented by in in the bible by doing all of these magical things you know obviously things that are impossible you know in the end nothing is impossible to god but it depending on your belief in it um but he he is the creative principle and he says i and my father are one that's the crucifixion right there you know you can't have god without the creative principle which is your imagination your awareness of being is you and your imagination is is your creative principle what makes you god really uh it, it's crazy guys just pay attention to what you what you naturally think about all day and start connecting those dots you know if you think about something and then you see it happen that's no accident that's no coincidence that is a literal projection of your consciousness onto the screen of space and i've seen it happen so many times and, you know, I, I'm still working through it. I'm still, you know, it's a lot to take in. It's not like you can just do whatever you want. Like, you know, somebody could. Somebody could if they just had full faith in all of that stuff. But it takes, like I've said, you have to, your old self has to die to give birth to this new one. You know, we're, it's a process of being reborn from above from from heaven basically like bringing god down to earth i don't know it, it sounds like a bunch of crazy shit but once you get into it and really start playing with it you'll you'll know what i'm saying you'll know what i'm talking about and you'll experience exactly what i've been experiencing and i can't wait for you to experience that man because that's when your life gets fun Everything is just awesome all the time because you know no matter what you get into, you can get out of it. Or you can get into whatever you want just as easily. Um, and, and you just feel this connection with everything. You know, where do I end and the seeming outer world begin? And again, that 99.99% of space, what is that? What is that? There is no boundary between any of that you know me and you although we look separate we are one because we're that empty space that is pulling all of this matter together and creating this this 
illusion. Why do you think the body breaks down when we die? Because you, the energy, is not, you're not, you're not in that body anymore. And so there's no force holding all of that stuff together. And so you break down and the world takes you back. I don't know. Just think about this kind of stuff, guys. Like, quit worrying about all the all the stupid garbage that the news is trying to tell you to think about. Stop thinking about what other people are trying to tell you what to think about. I mean, f- don't even listen to me if you don't want to. But, you know, start listening to yourself. Dive in yourself and find out what's there. Find out who you really are. And that's the most rewarding thing that you could ever do. Um, I don't know. Like, focus on those those questions that aren't answered. Focus on those and come up with answers. And you'll know when something is true. You just know. I can't tell you how you know. You just know. And it's it's life changing stuff. You know, I've healed a lot and who who cares if it's if it's mystical magical stuff at all like these these thoughts these teachings have made me feel again a true sense of peace and serenity and harmony and security and, and happiness and joy so who cares what what it is if it works who cares what the world thinks about your beliefs and values who cares if it's working for you and you're living a good life and you're able to help other people live a good life, who cares what you call yourself? Who cares what, you know, I don't think of this stuff as religion. I think of it as just the study of life itself. And, you know, I I, I don't know. It's crazy, man. Like, you don't got to call this stuff God or anything. You can come up with your own language for it. That's exactly what they did with the Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, uh, the Quran, all these religious texts. They're talking about principles, the same exact things in different tongues, in different stories and allegories. Look into that stuff. And who knows, maybe you'll write the next big book and maybe it won't be as confusing for some people. Who knows? And... Imagine how much value that could bring to the world. But anyway, I'm going to get this episode cut off. Uh, Until next time, have a good time. And uh, peace out. I love you, homies.